Review Cultist. I'm Mikey. E stands for evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. And tonight we have... Dylan, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yes. uh, yeah, we're talking about a creepypasta called Dylan. Uh, it is by Scotty Firebird on creepypasta.wiki. I hope he owns a Firebird. Yeah. Otherwise that'd be unfortunate. Um... And I guess we'll just jump into this one. So, uh, this one, our narratorman, because they don't really have a name. No. He's the, the only person that isn't given a name in this entire story. Yeah. Well, Kyle's dad isn't given a name. That's true. And, the, and, the, and, the, room, and the, te- the other roommates, the other tenants, yeah. aren't really given a name. They're also not characters. Yeah, they're really, yeah, they're <laughs> just kind of yeah. shadows. And, and the girl he makes out with doesn't yeah. get a name. No. The, the goat man doesn't get a name. Wait, was it a goat man? Oh, yeah, it was a goat man. I, 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 thought, I thought it was a goat for a second. Yeah, uh, we're kind of jumping ahead, though. I don't even remember our goats. <laughs> oh, yeah, you were drugged at the time. Yeah, <laughs> or drunk. Except, no, you don't. Dr- you don't do drugs or drink. So, like, <laughs> again, yeah, we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves. All right. So, yeah, the story is about uh, Derriderman. Um, when he was in high school, he'd hang out with his friend Ka- uh, Kevin uh, at their place, watching movies and playing video games, etc. Uh, and the house next door was one of those ones houses that like rented out rooms for like college kids and stuff. Um, and one of the college kids that they um, they met and, beca- and Kevin became friends with initially uh, was Dylan. Dylan, um, who seemed like a really nice guy, but like there was also something really off about him that the narratorman like kind of picked up right off the get go. Like he'd feel like he was being watched specifically by Dylan. Even when and when he turn around, like the window, like like he think like see like was gonna expect Dylan to be like watching him from like a window, but the window was always like the blinds were always closed and there's no movement whatsoever. Um, but Dylan had this like st- really powerful stare or intense stare that like really creeped him out. So he thought he was kind of a creep initially, and then he did become fast friends with him. Um, and Dylan did have like a little quirk where like he uh, you never saw him outside, but other than that, like. They were, he was a pretty cool guy. He was actually really level-headed. Like, if anything, like, any, like, fights or anything broke out, he was the one, the mediator, basically, to try and cool things down. Mm-hmm. Um, so, one day, they, uh, the, the other tenants at the, in the house are, decided that they're going to start a, uh, a college party at the, the house. Uh, and our narratorman and Kevin, uh, being 20-year-olds, um... Decided they were going to also join onto the, into the party. I believe they're younger than everyone else. Or yeah, because well, yeah, everybody else is like college age, so yeah. like 24, 25 probably, or 22 or 23 or 21. Um, college is Early 19. Tw- yeah, but like, oh yeah, I guess that's true, yeah, 19 to 20, like 4 is kind of like yeah. the usual range. Yeah. Um, regardless. Yeah, regardless. The main character is not in college, so he's not a college kid. But he is 20, um, and uh, he they didn't care if like uh, they were going to get like... Uh, if the cops are going to show up and, like, ask them about, like, un- if they're underage drinking, because whatever. Like, not like they drink anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're at the party, they're having fun. Uh, though, Narrowderman, uh, feels like he needs some air, so he decides to go, uh, start heading out to the back to, uh, get some fresh air. Uh, sees Dylan, who's having a really good, who seems to be having a good time, 
asks him if he wants to go outside, and he's very adamant about not going outside. Uh, to the point where he's, like, telling Narratorman not to go outside either. Like, stay inside and some of that. And, like, he's kind of almost, like, freaking out a little bit about it. And eventually persuades Narratorman and a couple of other people to hang out in his room. Because uh, it's a lot more spacious, and basically they can have a little, their own little party in there and not be so stuffy. Yeah, like Nair wanted to get outside because he's feeling cla- uh, claustrophobic yeah, or whatever. Mm-hmm. exactly. And the room is a little bit more spacious and stuff. Um, so he's in there with Dylan, uh, Kevin. He brings a random Two girl. girls. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, eventually he kind of like starts hooking up with the one girl, uh, much to Dylan's just observation. <laughs> just that he's just staring mm-hmm. <laughs> the yeah. whole time. He likes staring. Um there's a there's a cat a really ancient cat in the corner, um, and things start getting really wobbly in like memory wise for the narratorman, uh, as like he suddenly it's it really the room gets filled with, it just becomes like him and Dylan like that's all he kind of remembers being in the room at one point, and then a goat man shows up like a guy in a goat co- in a goat mask and like on all fours mm-hmm. just walks into the room, <laughs> um, and there's some more weird stuff going on. Um, and then the t- the roommates show up and like yell something, but he can't understand what they're saying or he doesn't remember what they're saying. And he just kind of he just remembers like voluntarily leaving after that. And after that night, getting home and stuff of that, he kind of just le- uh, never he just kind of never goes back and talks to Dylan or any of even Kevin and, and the other roommates for a couple of years. Like life kind of just moves on for a little bit. Um, to a couple of years where then he decides, like, he starts thinking about them and decides to go back and see if they're still there. And of course, uh, it's new roommates, new tenants there, and they don't know who, te- who, de- who, uh, who Dylan is. Mm-hmm. Um, but when he asks them about the room and some of that, they're like, like, the room doesn't exist. Like, he goes in to check it and, like, physically cannot exist where, what, where he remembers it being. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he thinks that maybe, like, he was drunk or, like, like, disoriented by something, like, when it was there. And he recalls then, like, I never drank or did drugs or anything like that while, back then. Like, so, like, I, I, how did I get mixed up? So it's really kind of weird and creepy. Uh, and they find out that Kevin went missing a year after that happened, after that event. Um, I think I'm missing something that where Dylan did, like, like, uh, like, while they were in that room and, like, that weird, like, stuff started happening... Uh, Dylan like looked at him and basically told him that like like sorry that this had like uh, they had to go or something like that or sorry that he had to leave or depart. Who had to leave? Like that uh, Derriderman like had to like go or Dylan. Uh, yeah, here it is. It's like uh, I knew that uh, basically Dylan. Um, it's like just staring at him like into him uh, at one point, and he just says, "I knew it would be time soon." He had said, "We still have no idea what that means." Oh, he said that one like. Everyone else is gone for the room all of a sudden. Yeah. It's just him and Dylan. Yeah. yeah. And then the housemates show up tell, and like are seemingly angry. And then he leaves the room by his own choice. And then, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Anyways, go back to the... When it finds out that Kevin's missing. Um, and that's... Like, that's basically kind of it. Like, um, there's no... Kevin had disappeared. Dylan's nowhere to be found. Um, and he realized that, like he feels like a shitty person or a shitty friend for not realizing that his friend Kevin had gone missing mm-hmm. and he never noticed, realized it. And that's kind of where the story ends because the, there's honestly nothing more to his experience. Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't pursue it, he didn't investigate it, or at least a, a yet, mm-hmm. or hasn't pursued it or anything like that. So, it's just this weird encounter he, he, uh, he had uh, a couple of years back 
um, about this guy named Dylan who was really weird. So that's the story. Mm-hmm. Um, so on to everyone expects the grammar inquisitions at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, by this time, Kevin and I, as well as the rest of my friends who were our age, were in our early twenties and not afraid of being busted by a bit, yeah, being busted for underage drinking. Even if the cops did show up when the event got too raucous, raucous, I guess that's the word, Um, which was sure to happen, I personally tended to refrain from drinking anyway. Wow, that was a little bit of a a long-winded sentence, because that's mostly commas, and I think one um, uh, semicolon, Hmm. that's about it. Doesn't it act no as a period, though? Yeah, it, it can be used as a period. It's just like, but before that, like that was like the like a small sentence at, at the very end. The other part of it is like three lines, basically. Hmm. Um, also, oh Canada, thank you for having a lower drinking age in the states. This is clearly in the United States because mm-hmm. uh, our drinking age is nineteen, theirs is twenty-one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. And then my next grammar inquisition, that's actually grammar inquisition, uh, when the party got pr- uh, particularly rowdy, I decided I needed some some cool night air and started to make my way out to the expansive backyard. So it just needs to remove one of the sums. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and that's basically my grammar inquisitions. <coughs> Mikey, pull up the slack. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Please say you have none. <laughs> After you just did that very long uh, throat clear. Uh, well, I've got front butts and front ends that I found. So that's good. There's at least that. They shouldn't be there. So I just thought, I was like, <laughs> we got front butts and front ends and long and long-winded sentences. <laughs> just like you like a song, like a grammar acquisition song of like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. You know, like I kind of want to do that now. <laughs> like maybe for Christmas this year, we should like uh, we'll, we'll like we'll post on the Patreon. Like us, we'll do us. Well, I'll like write up the lyrics for it. And if I'm you're like, actually down, I kind of I kind of want to do it. We'll it's do it. Funny, <laughs> like the grub, like the most grammar inquisition of all. <laughs> Anyway, Mikey the Grammar Nazi. <laughs> Sorry. Alright. I suppose no one else ever questioned it either. But then there was the party. Yeah. Oh, but. Then there yeah. was the party. Yeah. Even then. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that, you, you didn't need like a however or like some kind of like... Yeah. Yeah. Something to... But not American. but. Yeah. Fuck but. <laughs> that is what some people <laughs> That's why I said that. Gotcha. I started making my way out, attempting to leave him behind because I had figured he was a little too drunk to reason with. But Dylan grabbed me saying, You can't do this to me. Yeah. 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 Just get rid of that. But just have Dylan grab me as I was exiting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I will, it sounds like you yourself are saying, "Just get rid of that button. Just let Dylan grab me. Just do these I two just things." Just want Dylan inside me. Oh, I was going with like a loving embrace. Yeah, I'm not. Wow. 
How dare you, sir? It's who I be. What? It's who I be. Yeah, I suppose. Alright, and then next is the front end at the beginning of a paragraph. That's weird. Yeah. I remember being quite impressed at how well he did this. And I remember suddenly noticing that Kevin, the girl I'd been with, and everyone else, save Dylan and myself, were no longer in the room. So, and before that he was talking about the man just as a goat walking on all fours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly, no one was there except him and Dylan. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> him and Dylan be chilling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alright, we have another... Front end. I even still feel once in a while like Dylan is watching me. Anxious, intense, pleading. And every time I turn around, there is indeed a doorway or a window. But it is always shut. Yeah. Every time I turn around... (laughs) There's a, there's a window or door bound. <laughs> Especially when I'm in a house, because that's where windows and doors are. <laughs> or outside of a house, because that will also be windows and doors. Uh, we are we are singing today as we're sing songy day. Um, or if it's in the forest, then it's a tie-in with <laughs> the search and rescue woods. So it's a door with the stairs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's actually just not a full frontal, a full fronted house. Yeah, totally. Just at this point, like just just the front of a house. Yeah, like, like a movie set. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> that would be rather creepy, though. Like just if like you're just walking through the woods and there's just like part of a house, just like almost like it's been like just displaced mm-hmm. into the middle of the woods. Like that would be really fucked up. Like it's not burned down or nothing. It's just like pristine. Yeah, and it's like clean cut. Like yeah. it was just like sheared off of a building and just placed in the woods. That's weird. Yeah. And then you have another front butt. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I feel a sense of deep foreboding or imminent danger, and in my mind I immediately feel it has something to do with Dylan or maybe even Kevin. But nothing ever happens. I mean, you could even put like combine that sentence, that last sentence, like, but nothing yeah. ever happens, into the other one, or just have like, nothing ever happens. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. And then the, the, the last front butt. I guess the worst part is that when I sense Dylan, I feel like he's telling me I owe him something, but I don't know why. Such a common like, um, like writing issue, mm-hmm. like the whole like button and thing. Like mm-hmm. it, it, I remember, I don't know if it was if this is the same kind of thing, but I, I remember um, when, we, when we were when I was with uh, Matt and Charlotte for uh, Drunk of the Ugly. Uh, and we were discussing uh, the Little Fears YouTube channel, and like mm-hmm. the narrator there, um, she'd like read her either her own stories or stories that she like got permission to do, um, and she did them in a really nice, creepy way. But like, I remember Charlotte talking about how like uh, she had a lot of uh, she used a lot of transitionary words that didn't like really butts. yeah like basically like ums and like they're they're basically the uh, the literary equivalent of ums and ahs, yeah, and they really don't need to be there. And I, like, that's kind of what I'm always reminded of when we do the front ends of front butts is like they really. They really are just the ums and uhs of like well, writing. The problem is they work in dialogue yeah. because I, I'm not saying because it's like oh dialogue is the cheap way it's around. It's how from. the it's, person. Talks. It's literally how people yeah, no, talk. Yeah, it is. Yeah, because it's like you could say something, but I, then I would be like, 
But if you do this and yeah, that, exactly. like that's all, how I would like, start we, my sentence. We say that we do it all the time, like, like in our mm-hmm. in our conversations on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. like we 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 ch- we, ch- we we like constantly gripe about but front ends and front butts in writing, mm-hmm. but we are such criminals about doing it in in, in in dialogue ourselves. But that's because that's how a human talks. Like yeah. it, it's mm-hmm. how it's it's a verbal tick kind of thing almost. Like how I ha- I I have a lot of I know I have a lot of ums and uhs mm-hmm. in my speech, but that's just because like my mind's moving too fast for my yeah. vocal cords. Yeah, pretty much. Well, it's because speech is a lot more casual. You don't have to worry about structuring it out so specifically. Yeah. But if you're actually laying it out like a story, you have to put more thought into it. Yeah, and that's why we gripe on it is yeah. because the like you have time to edit uh, that kind of stuff. Or yeah, I can't edit probably. my talk. <laughs> like <laughs> unless I go over everything and get specifically say I mean, before I say it. And like it's like future me does it all the time. Like does does a little bit of editing off of the episode, but I do not bother with like verbal takes and stuff like that because like it's just too much work. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. that's yeah. how we talk. Yeah, no, it's yeah. how the it's okay how the <laughs> talks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just love that line. That's how it works. I know. I'm sure our audience is like super. Oh yeah, they love it. Yeah, I know. They're like, they're oh, they're saying it for the 14th time this episode. Great, yeah. <laughs> love it. It's my favorite. Anyway, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, so, so that's it for my grammar acquisition. Uh-huh. Uh, gamer. All right, on to the grammar in yellow. Mm-hmm. Um, well, should I start with an um? <laughs> how dare I? Uh, how the character <laughs> well uh, so however <laughs> yeah, I pick all these wrong ones third paragraph uh, there's a weird start to it it starts with of course as the beginning of the third paragraph okay. and the, the quote is of course I told myself that that this was my imagination and what often happens in these cases I got to know Dylan blah 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 it just seems weird also, it's a really long paragraph. It's a really yeah. long sentence. I might as well read the whole thing. Yeah. Of course, I told myself that this was my imagination and, comma, as what ha- often happens in these cases, comma, I got to know Dylan, comma, hanging out with him and his housemates, comma, and realized that he was a very cool guy. I think I know the reason why it's, uh, because it's, it looks like that sentence is actually supposed to be part of the last paragraph. Yeah. Because the last paragraph is talking about how... He gets that weird, creepy feeling from Dylan, and like how he looks behind, like the blinds and some of that, and they're always unmoving and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's like, of course, I told myself that it was like my imagination. Like, yeah, that sounds like that should be part of the next. The, that part the should be. Minute. And then when it says, "I got to know Dylan," that's a new thought. Yeah. So that that's where it should be sectioned out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, the way it's written out, the commas after "and" on the first "and," it's I told myself that this was my imagination and comma. Yeah, yeah, no, so no, you actually, no, 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 actually, it shouldn't. So you're saying this is a complete thought. I told myself that this was my imagination and. No, okay, so the way it is, is like, uh, my, this is my imagination and comma, because the comma is actually breaking it into, like, adding a little bit, like, basically, uh, the commas here are kind of like how, like, are basically like brackets for the, for the little bit of commentary that he's giving before he continues his sentence. Okay, but there's another and at the, at the end as well. Yes, yeah. but it's not common that way. So the the see, front so, the front and the first and is this was my imagination and comma okay, no, and the last so, one is his housemates comma and realized. Okay, no, so here's actually what like this sentence is trying to say, and then like they insert a 
essentially a comment on, like, it's, it's a meta comment in the story. So, of course, I told myself that this was my imagination and hanging out with him and his housemates. What? Oh, wow. And oh, realizing... You're reading something... No, no, I'm not. Uh, I'm reading the same thing. I quoted this yeah. and you're reading words that aren't there. No, I am. No. I, I'm, I cut out the uh, part, like... Yeah. With you, the, you cut uh, out too much. Yeah. It's supposed to be, and I got to know Dylan. That's that's, that's what I forgot to add, yeah. Um, yeah, so really the, uh, the what I what I would oh, say is that so the... It, oh, I, I understand what you're saying now. <laughs> so it should be, of course I told myself that this was my imagination and, bracket, as often happens in it these is, cases, yeah. close bracket, I got to know Dylan. Exactly. Period. Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Really, that is what what's the problem there. Gotcha. Because he's inserting meta commentary into the uh, into his into the event, the encounter mm-hmm. or into the situation. Yeah. The meta commentary being, as is the case, like he's basically like basically commentating on his own story, <laughs> which you can do. It's just you need to do it properly mm-hmm. with brackets, or some people do use commas to yeah. do that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but if you're using commas, don't keep using more commas yeah, for Jesus. other. Yeah, I didn't reasons. realize like yeah, like it's sure like I got to know Dylan. Period, and then. The next sentence is how he, him hanging, yeah. him was hanging out with him. So if it was perioded, it wouldn't feel as weird because I would yeah. pick up on that. But because it's one huge long string of a sentence, yeah. yeah, it's weird. Yeah, you're just like, why? Why is this and just something just appear, like part of this part, yeah. the main part of the sentence? And starting with, of course, is strange. Yeah. So that's what brought my weirdness with this whole sentence to begin with. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. But moving on. Damn, I start with a butt. <laughs> I really don't care. Yeah, no, it's just it's it's dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally dialogue. Yeah, it is. If ever, if ever there was a dispute of some sort, Dylan would be the first to try to meet mediate. Yeah. Um, the way that. Oh yeah, the weirdness that I found with that is if ever there was ever there was I, the way I would say it personally, just the way I talk is. If there ever was, yeah, shouldn't it be the other way around? You can do it both ways, yeah. but because it, yeah, it works both ways. But the natural way that I would that do you it is that, that way. Yeah, but that's, that's me personally, yeah. of course. It's more flowery the way it's written. Yeah, if ever there was, or it's like if there ever was, like yeah, if there ever was, like also is kind of like kind of works the same way. This but it's like, so street level though, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. not like this is a play. Well, that's the thing. The story is kind of written like kind of like a like a first hand like like they're just like like hey this is a really weird thing that happened to me like yeah. a couple years ago like they're not like it's very it's written very much in like kind of an immersion level thing of just like somebody telling you a strange encounter they had except for this one sentence <laughs> where it's flipped around to make it well, I mean it's, I mean that that could be how he talks that's like, <laughs> no, I, I hate this excuse now I hate it no it's fine it's it's fine yeah. it's fine yeah <laughs> It's just a different dialect situation. Exactly, yeah. yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> they're, we're Canadian. They're you. They're Americans. Yeah. Clearly, because they, their age, uh, their age uh, for drinking is a lot more than us. Well, it could be any country. Actually, I did. I did look it up. Actually. No. Oh. Are they the state? only one that's twenty-one? Yeah. No. Well, I don't know if everyone, everyone, but I did double check. Is like I'm pretty sure you can drink after like under uh, under twenty. It's like in Canada, mm-hmm. and then in America, it's twenty-one. It's like yeah. that sucks. Sorry, yeah. guys. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And the last one. Sorry, I was just I was reading over it I know, so I, I didn't start it without being like, okay, we talked about this. The entire rest of the episode is just silence and dead static. silence. <laughs> but yes, my my last one you did cover. It's the sum sum. Oh yeah. Okay. So um, that's it for my grammar in yellow. Okay. Now on to actual thoughts. Uh, when we would be standing outside, I would get the distinct feeling that Dylan 
not just someone, but Dylan specifically, was watching us. And I would turn toward the, his window to see hit the blinds closed and unmoving. Of course, I told myself that this was my imagination, and as what often happens in these cases, I got to know Dylan, hanging out with him and his housemates, and realized that he was a very cool guy. And the story ends. No spooks have got you. Just like, I feel like it could have just ended there, and like that would have been a really good troll for the yeah. for the spooky story. Yeah, but like nothing would have even started. No, I know, but it's like it's like I got this really weird feeling about this new guy. Of course, as things go on, just like nothing actually happens. Like, because of course, like it's like setting you up. It's like oh, like the, the false set, like the character has a false sense of security around Dylan mm-hmm. as it goes. Uh, but yeah, just like of course the story doesn't end there. But it feels like it'd be a good place to stop. Like just like or like fake credits to roll. Yeah. <laughs> Were this a you know film or something? Mm. Uh, but moving on <laughs> to my next comment, uh, it was a, the apparent strength of Dylan's personality. I told myself that in that I no do go over because I also started like talking. Oh, I I, I, went, I completely bypassed a comma, so I didn't have a break there. I would. I keep wanting to say I was. <laughs> <clears throat> it was the apparent strength of Dylan's personality. I told myself, that I never questioned the fact that he never seemed to go outside of his house. It seems like a, a very obvious red flag to me. Like, right off the get-go, I started suspecting, like, uh, like in, in the writing for this part of the story, that something is clearly off with Dylan more than anything. He's going to end up as a ghost, isn't he? Or something. Like, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to let you finish, but... There's a red flag before you even start. The story's called Dylan. Oh yeah, but it, it, it could have been like Dylan doesn't necessarily like just having like the name Dylan. Like doesn't like, it just means that he's the focus of the story. It doesn't mean that he's the um, the spooky thing. Generally, the title is the spooky thing. Uh, that's true. Yeah, in creepypastas, that is actually really true. Um, the title is like essentially the name of like their little Sarah, monster. little Sarah, dear Sarah. Yeah, eight legged rape centaur. Yeah. Russian Sleep Experiment. That's the where the creepy thing is. Slender Man. Jeff the Killer. Homicidal Lou. <laughs> <laughs> um, not all yeah. of them are, though, because, like, I dare my best friend to rule my life. That's yeah, not... It's not called David Motherfucking King. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Was, I <laughs> wish it was. Yeah, that would be fucking... <laughs> David to say, too. King. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no. Uh, I just felt like, like, at this point in the story, like, I was like, Dylan's gonna be a ghost, isn't he? Just... Do we just have that story? Huh? Yeah, no, I kind of, I, I, I just had that story before, sir. Yeah, and then and then we go on to the next thing of my story. I just felt like it was uh, it drew t- too much attention to that fact. Yeah, right off the get go. Mm. Um, and then my next thing here is uh, Dylan looked some suddenly shocked and not only refused to go outside, but he asked me not to go either. I explained to him I was feeling particularly claustrophobic, and that it would probably be bo- do both of us good a lot of good. Yeah. And it would probably do both of us a lot of good to get some fresh air. He suddenly seemed panicked, pleading with me not to go outside. You know, maybe he's just agoraphobic. And now we have the standoff uh, between a claustrophobic man and an agoraphobic man. I've heard agoraphobic. Agoraphobic is the... But I haven't heard the definition, so could you please tell me? Agoraphobic? Before cutting me off. I knew what you were going Yeah, I I know. Uh, Agoraphobic is the fear of, of open spaces. Yeah. Um, so basically, outdoor, like people who are going forward generally stay indoors. Yeah. Because they don't want to be, they don't know, they don't want to go outside. They have a fear of like, oh, like open spaces. Out, yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, like outside. I fear he's a vampire. 
back in, that, came, that crossed my mind too. However, I actually have a big thing coming up because uh, I have a cultist corner. Ooh. <laughs> For this one. It's a rare sighting. <laughs> yes. I think we did it like, what, two, three sessions ago? Yeah. <laughs> or episodes ago? Initiate the video recording. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyways, moving on to the next one I have. Uh, as the night went on in Dylan's room, my memory got my memory gets a bit foggy, and memories that might not be real start invading my thought process. In retrospect, I had I f- had first blamed it on alcohol, but then I remembered that I hadn't drunk a single drop of alcohol that night. Moreover, I had not smoked, snorted, or injected anything that might have forcibly altered my perception of the world uh, around me. And yet, I remember some very strange things with a disturbing clarity within that fog. You know, just to kind of add a little bit of mundanity to this, they could just be suffering from carbon monoxide poisoning. Oh. Wow. <laughs> just not very well ventilated in, in, in Dylan's room. <laughs> well, here's the other thing, too. He may have not taken any drugs, but if other people are smoking... Yeah, and... second, second degree high. Yeah. yeah. Second oh. hand. Second hand. Second degree. Yeah. <laughs> There's different degrees. Sorry. Wow. I, 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 we are we are not professionals on this show. Speak for yourself, yeah. sir. Yeah. I have a creepy pasta reviewing certificate. God, I I know. Uh, and there's also a thing that. Like, even if he was drinking water, somebody could have slipped something yeah, into the yeah. But yeah, I feel like it's like, like a punch the punch. It's like, I was like, yeah. all right, so you didn't drink, you didn't do drugs, but you're having these all, like, basically kind of like similar, like, hallucinatory kind of, like, system, like, perception things. You're probably suffering from carbon monoxide, but you need to get out, get out, get some fresh air. Is that a symptom of that? <laughs> yeah, that's totally a symptom. Uh-huh. That's totally what's going on here. Yeah. At least in terms, like, at least when I was, like, like reading it, I was like, yeah, I, I just did that Wimis, uh, that Wimis, uh, test at work. Uh. <laughs> Did you think that this was going to end with like the entire party dying? <laughs> now we're all ghosts. Dylan was actually a ghost the whole time. He's keeping them inside to like die the way he did. Yeah, so we can have friends in the afternoon. Yeah, exactly. In purgatory. Yeah. I'm sure they'll be all super happy that he did that. Yeah. Party! <laughs> They're all like, we hate you, Dylan. <laughs> Dylan, you son of a bitch! Yeah, except all the sharp punches to his yeah, face. Exactly. And they, you can actually feel them now because they're all it's ghosts. Like, oh, God! Yeah. Damn it, you guys can use your strength modifiers on me. Yep. And then he gets punched for all eternity. Yes. Or at least until they, they get tired. They're ghosts. I mean, bored. Like, they can only punch somebody so much. Well, ghosts tend to repeat actions. <laughs> yeah, that's rending ghosts. That's oh, not like man. sentient ghosts. They were going off the, the sentient ghost uh, theory. Then, no, like they, they'd eventually get bored and want to do something else. I suppose. But anyways, moving on from the mundanity to the cultist corner. <laughs> um, so I'm going to start off with this long-winded quote. So this is right after uh, he finds uh, that none of the new tenants knew who Dylan was and stuff like that. Uh, this much I had been prepared for, but when I asked who lived in that room now, I was answered with qu- the question, what room? I was allowed to into the house to check it out, but the room was gone. In fact, upon scouting the exterior, I saw that it would have been impossible to fit Dylan's room onto the property at the, at the point of the house, at the point of the house I had thought the room had been. For a second, I allowed myself to believe that whatever drugs I had been on had just gotten me turned around, then reminded myself again that I had not done any that night, 
nor do I ever. So, Dylan might not be a ghost, but like a mythosorcerer or cultist. Exhibit number one, or exhibit A, has an ancient cat, or had an ancient cat. Possible familiar? Exhibit B, a room that no longer exists, dabbling in hypergeometry. Exhibit C, the character's perceptions of things are, was skewed while in that room. Either occult drugging, or he was getting brain-fuckled, and rolling... Uh, sa- pardon? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a term among uh, Call of Cthulhu uh, RPG players, when uh, the mythos um, screws with your head. You get brain-fuckling? You get brain-fuckled. Fuckled? Yes. Okay. I like, thought, the, I thought the, said, the, they said fuggled. Yeah, it's, you know, brain-fuckled. Oh, okay. Because like, your brain's getting fucked by the mythos magic. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the same as, like, gun-fondling. <laughs> Which is a term for Delta Green. Alright. <laughs> um, so basically he was rolling sand checks the whole time he was in the room. And yeah. just like, his brain was just ex- ignoring all the weird shit. Or like, trying to ignore all the weird shit. Mm-hmm. Or he was projecting his sanity away so that he could like, survive in that room. Um, and then exhibit D. Wait, so B? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is why I use numbers. <laughs> exhibit D. Also, he, he keeps saying he wasn't sure he wasn't under any influence that night that he was aware of. Someone might have spiked or dosed him with something, or I mean, there was also you know something in the air, maybe like see the carbon monoxide poisoning earlier, where I mentioned, mm-hmm. um, or like again they were like fun. He had some kind of incense in the room that was like causing everybody to go under some some of fuckling with things. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that term. Really and then... Okay, good. And then... Exhibit E. My final <laughs> a, one. B, C, D, E. Uh, yeah. Go. <laughs> uh, Dylan was afraid of, of, of outside. Or perhaps from something beyond outside. Outer gods who are pissed off that he uh, that he's learned some mythos magic. Mm-hmm. Or that maybe like the, the, the outer gods that are, that, uh, that are after him... Um, for, like, him stealing mythos magic from them, kind of thing. Um, and that's my cultist corner. Just, like, I feel, like, as the story went on, like, near the end, I was like, he's just straight up a, like, a Lovecraftian mythos cultist, or, like, a mythos sorcerer, like, uh, Kerwin, or something. In hindsight, I think the reason that he didn't want him to go go outside was because if he went outside, there would just be, like, a frickin' black hole or a void, like, they're in some pocket dimension. Well, no, because, like, after... I mean, yeah, maybe, but or maybe he like he was afraid of people going out to the back area or outside because he also looked. It was afraid about the front door. Maybe he was afraid of like somebody noticing that his room doesn't exist. Yeah, like essentially. Or it could be that like maybe he's just if he is a ghost, particular say, um, or some, maybe even some mythos cultist ghost hybrid thing. Um, uh, perhaps he's just uh, like got abandonment issues, like as ghosts kind of often sometimes do. Yeah. So like. He didn't want like his his new friends to like uh, just like up and leave. But they, or it's not like he, he just met them. Well, no, but I mean like, but, but like he doesn't want him to leave the party and like leave the that sword because he it reminds him that he can't leave the house. Mm. But yeah, um, that's my my actual thoughts. Really, just like he's either some kind of ghost or some kind of mythos cultist. Actually, both being options. Yeah, probably more so on. Column B. Yeah, because of all the things. Yeah, like all the uh, like. There's just so many things like creepy, cat, like ancient cat that's been in his family since forever. Um, the goat man situation that pops in that comes in. It's just a furry. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. Or no, that's just a frat party. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably just. Uh, it's actually more, more, more uh, believable that it's just a frat party goer just uh, put on don the mask. I suppose. Um, but then, yeah, all like again, like the hypergeometric room that doesn't exist. The uh, his fear of the outdoors because honestly, like a lot of like. Okay, not a lot of Cthulhu, well, a lot of mythos stuff, but also a lot of things that, like, from real life that uh, people have used for mythos scenarios and stuff like that. Like, um, there was a couple of artists in Paris back in, like, the, the big art scene, artist scene back in, like, the, 19, the early 19th century or early 20th century or whatever, um, where some of them were, like, they would not leave their room because they were afraid of the big, of the big tentacled monster that was waiting outside beyond their, beyond their, in their hallway. Oh, that's nice. And... That was probably just drugs and shit like that. But people uh, like in the Call of Cthulhu like RPG uh, like scene have used that as a scenario. It's like, no, that artist was actually being stalked by a, by some dimensional shambler. Or something yeah. Like that. Yeah. Uh, uh, the the hyper geometry actually has a very mundane explanation. Oh. Because it's been two years since he's been there. They bulldozed. <laughs> they renovated the room. Yeah. <laughs> Well, no, because they said like it couldn't be on the pro- it couldn't actually be on the property because of uh... yeah they moved the house, they <laughs> moved the entire house and moved it yeah yeah well you see that one wing burnt down, so they're all like well but the rest of it's still good so they moved the house. we have to do so much renovation anyways we might as well maximize our potential like house layout situation and push this side right to the edge and mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. it's just like it's still good it's still good just move it to the side wow that is some yeah that's a, that's a little bit of a stretch for mundanity not rippy because <laughs> okay the thing is it doesn't say I don't know if you're gonna bring this up I wish the room had a number yeah so he's not like there. there is no room seven yeah. Or seven B or whatever, seven and a half, some weird number. Seven and three quarters. Yeah, yeah. There's no weird number. Like, I don't understand what they're trying to get at with saying that that room can't exist on the property. Uh, it's just specifically just that. From that, I kind of I, I, I it is an assumption, but I did kind of just uh, insert that like, um, like this is the house, the outer wall of the house, and like a few feet away is the the fence to the uh, to the next property. Yeah. So like, so basically, like, so the hall be... is like around the outside of the house, yeah. uh-huh. and he's yeah. on the right side of the hall where there's. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just wish it said something more because, hmm. for all I know, it could be it's in between these two. Or like, sorry, not to... go ahead. No, no, I didn't mean to cut you off. I That's just... basically all I was going to say. Go ahead. Okay. Um, when he goes like to go see the room, instead of the door, there's just a window that goes up, looks outside. Yeah, like that would have been a good like signifier again, like further signifying that like the the hallway is like right to the the edge of the house. Yeah, just say like when I went to the door, there's just a window outside, and right outside the window, two feet from the window, is the the fence to the next property. Yeah, how could the room have been here? Like something more yeah. visual than yeah. just saying it can't be there because I say so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Although. Going the route of hypergeometry, it could just be an invisible room. Yeah, no. Which literally, (laughs) when he gets the feeling that he's being stared at, he is being stared at because the room's right there, but he can't see it. All he sees is the window beyond it. Yeah. 
just mythos magic, basically. Mm-hmm. Afoot. Totally. Totally down for this. Uh, I, I, I gotta write some of these Delta Green games and Cthulhu games set in, like, these cream pasta, I, like, discussions we have. Because mm-hmm. I feel like we have we get good fodder for those kind of scenarios. Oh, for sure. Pretty much every recording we get good fodder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that it? Or is it more? Yeah, I don't have a lot. <laughs> you, you, you covered the whole... Drinking and non-drinking and yeah, and just carbon monoxide poisoning. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I really feel like that is like 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 out of all the like like theories that we could come up with, I feel like that is probably the most like like that is my Arkham my Occam's razor, mm. like mm-hmm. uh, like that is the most like straightforward path of like what's going on here. It's like it's he's just they're all just suffering from 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 uh, oxygen dep- uh, deprivation mm-hmm. because of the tight confined area mm-hmm. and poor ventilation in that house. Mm-hmm. I feel like I need to have a note on something super mundane now, but I don't have one. No, I, I've, done, I've done it for us. Yeah, it's true. Well, both of you did. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, the... Uh, the... <laughs> I, wow, no, I, I feel really shitty right now, because I just, like... What was he, what was his mundane thing? The house renovation. House renovation, yes. Yeah. So, I know, I'm minutes. sorry. I just... I, it, 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 we were talking about Cthulhu Mythos stuff, too. Like, right afterwards. Yeah. So, like, I was stuck on that. Um... Also, like, I, I, I was saying that it wasn't feasible. I just recall how many cottages in the last couple of years that I've seen moved to this, like, uh, either moved, lifted up to make a basement or moved to the, uh, moved slightly uh, on their property. <laughs> like, Okay, but also, how many people were living in this place? Like, probably, like, four or five. So, Maybe. depending on the size of it, I don't know how feasible that is because um, a cottage is a lot smaller, generally. Uh, my cottage. Well, no, yeah, that, 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 that is that's true, yeah. It is a sort of cottage dwelling, so they're basically renting rooms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the thing is, like, um, there are, like, the way, if it's an, even a normal house, like, even, like, if you go on, like, uh, Discovery Channel or, like, the Outdoor Network or whatever, there are shows for, like, moving an entire house across state. Yeah. So, like, that mm-hmm. shit exists. Like, that is, like, even, it doesn't matter how big it is. They can move, like, generally they can find a way to move, like, move the car, move the building. And who knows, maybe even your thing, like, maybe the house is listing to the, like, listing off of, like, uh, foundations or something like that. So they had to move it a little bit more to the side. So, yeah, I can see that being a little bit more mundane, more believable as a mundane explanation for what's, why, the, why there's no room there suddenly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, like, there was just this one room hanging out there, and because that r- room was there, they had to have an extra, like, 30, 40 feet of land. Yeah. But then the landowner is like, it's just for one room. I'm going to sell it to the people next door. They can bulldoze that one room and then they can use that yeah. side of the property. Yeah, <laughs> and that's why it seems really, like it's not there anymore. I really need this like weird alcoved room. Yeah, it's weird. It's like, <laughs> like it's, it's kind of in the way, it kind of also like, just kind of a security hazard because like it's just it's right off of the house like in plain sight like somebody can like break like can like find a way to break in from there and then they get the full row of the house like just get rid of it yeah just, <laughs> I'm just it's unsightly oh, cut that off just sell that pro- side of my property to the neighbors it'll be fine they, they were always wanting that anyways they, also, their kids like the tree in there yeah quick thing about this, the game that I, or the game about the story that I just realized does it say that the goat man and like the other people that come through? Do they? they I think it says they come from outdoor, from the outside. Yep. Like outdoors in that room. Yep. And so that just another, explained it. Yeah. So there's like another. So there is actually a door in that room. He, he's, his room is actually just the mud room for like a secondary uh, exit, like on the like a side yeah, yeah. door kind of thing. That's really what it is. It's just it's been a refur- it's a refurbished mud room that he's living out of. It's like. Um, 
Uh, no, but like they went to his bedroom specifically. You know what's funny? That's where his bedroom is. Yeah, one of my friends actually used to live in a in a, in a uh, situation exactly like that. Like that yeah. was where he, what he rented out. They the the owners of the house converted the mudroom into an apartment. Damn. <laughs> but it was a big. It was like it was not a big like um uh like mudroom. Like it wasn't a big like house. Or it wasn't like a. Is it a mudroom like my mudroom? No, it's actually it was actually probably about the size of maybe half this basement room. So like that's massive for a mudroom. I mean, that's, yeah. So it was probably about like thirty by twenty. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it had like a small, a very like compact kitchen. Mm. Um. It actually had a room that divide uh, like a wall that divided the main like hallway to a bedroom, and then a um, uh, the end of it was capped off to have like a, a living like room area. Yeah. But yeah, it was a very small, tight like apartment but it was basically like made out of the mudroom or like a small garage damn yeah so yeah i could definitely like see like this like that part just being bulldozed because maybe it's like older and like not as like not as well um like uh insulated as the rest of the house so they just got rid of it yep more and more uh, we the, the 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 they just they just bulldozed it and moved it over is actually seeming more and more plausible by the time by the minute <laughs> <laughs> or well what i was just saying is like they didn't move the house they just moved they just, the property line. Yeah, they, yeah, exactly. They just gave the the old, the other. Own, they gave Kevin's dad extra yeah, property actually. after the after he went missing. Yep. He felt bad for him. Mm-hmm. Like it's like here's well here's the next thing because because sorry that your kid got there, there's a tree yeah. on that property as well that Kevin really liked and we thought you'd ha- like to have. It. Wow. Yeah. As a memorial. <laughs> Poor Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, on yeah. to notes. <laughs> yes. Um. So when I first read this. Um, I read it differently, and okay. I didn't know... It, it was weird. Either way, the quote is, If ever there was a dispute of some sort, this is talking about Dylan, Dylan would be the first to try and mediate. I read that as, um, Dylan would be the first to try to medicate. Um, <laughs> so I thought he'd, like, start drinking or, like, taking drugs immediately when people were fighting. Oh, see, see oh, so you're saying that he's, like, self, self-medicating. self Yes. I thought, I thought he was, like, he'd be the first like, to try like, to medicate. He's like, hey, guys, no, cool down. Here, take a doobie. Or, like, just, like, it, it just it dose them. Yeah, totally. He just has a whole bunch of, like, needles with drugs on him all the time. Yeah, exactly. That's why he's so effective at just stopping fights. He just... Just like sneakily walks up, just like like an assassin. (laughs) Flips around, puts him back in his coat. (laughs) Yeah, he has deployable wrist syringes. Just an assassin creed bullshit. Yep. Or uh, he's just like. Uh, and then, of course, they have to tell their life story as soon as he yeah. hits them with it, right? Because that's how that usually works in that game. Yeah, you have to, when you confirm the kill, you yeah. like, start talking to the victim, like, right before he dies. And then, like, suddenly, but suddenly he's like, you're in your own head, you're in some weird headspace where, like, he's, like, standing upright. He's, like, talking as if he's not murdered. <laughs> it's like, weird. Yeah, it's weird. Even, even though, like, really, he's just, like, whispering, he's, like, gurgling his last breath, like, conversation. Like, out of his neck hole that yeah. you just made him, yes. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Yep. Requesta Impache. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, this next one, and the only other one I have, I also read the wrong way. That the the story <laughs> didn't great. Want, love it. The story didn't want me to read it this way, but that's how I read it, and the way it's laid out, it really sounds like this. Um, so, and I remember suddenly noticing that Kevin, the girl I've been with, and everyone else, save for Dylan and myself, were no longer in the room. I read that as in um, Kevin's the girl he was with. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, I did. As I remember suddenly, noticing that Kevin, the girl I was with, and everyone else, to be fair, when I read, when I read the part where it's like, where Dylan, like, got him into it, like, he's like, come on, come on to my room, buddy. It's like, buddy. <laughs> like, yeah. we're friends, but we're not, maybe not be that, well, maybe we're that kind of friends. I don't know. No, they could be. And then, like, know. oh, no, and then they invited Kevin and, like, two girls, like, oh, okay. And then he started, like, watching intently as they made out, and it's like, and it, like it's like anyway, he's making out with Kevin, yeah. Yeah. It's like wow, <laughs> that's pretty neat. <laughs> God, he's like I want to try too. <laughs> they just walk up and kiss. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, weird. Yeah, I mean, like it's like whatever, like it's college. No, I'm saying it's weird. Yeah, that's true. It's college. Yes, they're experiencing the college life. Yeah, exactly. But I totally read that as if Kevin was the girl. Yeah, well, like, I was not aware he was a girl. No, their perception just like is this? He thought he was macking on a girl, but then it turned out it was Kevin. Yep. Then he Kevin has like long blonde hair or something. Yeah, he's Fabio. Yeah, totally. <laughs> we finally get the very pretty man. Yeah, exactly. That's why they hit it off so well. Yep, totally. Anyways, that's it for me. All right. Fair enough. Um, all right, on to final thoughts here. Um, I'm gonna actually leave it off with the last, uh, the end quote of the story. I even still feel once in a while like Dylan is watching me, anxious, intense, pleading, and every time I turn around, there is indeed a door or a window, but I, uh, but it is always shut. There are always blinds, and they are always unmoving. I guess the worst part is that when I sense Dylan, I feel like he's telling me something, telling me I owe him something. He <laughs> <laughs> You really wanted one that night. <laughs> but I don't know why. <laughs> um, for me, this was a strangely compelling end to the story. Like, nothing is fully explained and resolved, but there's a creepy mystery afoot, and the way the story is laid out and the end here, it's kind of realistic in terms of, like, an account being recalled uh, and told in real life. Like, just a weird encounter somebody has, like, from a couple of years ago. Like, man, this guy I knew from college, like, was, like, yeah, like, basically that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think, if anything, the biggest issue I have with, um, with the story is why Kevin disappeared. Um, like, possibly as a sacrifice to whatever elder horrors Dylan needs to be, needs to appease. Because um, Dylan's jealous or, that yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kevin got to kiss uh, Nerdman. Yeah. Did you have a name? No, he no. completely go yeah, like Dylan. Uh, yeah, it might as well just be uh, uh, Scotty Fireman or uh, Scotty Firebird. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Scotty Fireman. Yeah, it might as well just be Scotty. Yeah, uh, or Scott. Um, yeah. But uh, but otherwise, I didn't mind the ending. Like it, it, it's it's an ending that like I feel like like this to- the story like just ends like with no real answers like as. But at the same time, I didn't mind it. I didn't mind, like, just, like, having my own mind, like, kind of speculate and wander. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the only... It, it, yeah, like, uh, it, it. it's one of those stories that I feel could you get a sequel. But at the same time, I wouldn't mind just being left alone, like, the, as it is. And leave me, the reader, to just stew over it. And, like, think of our own ideas of what the fuck, to, we just, like, has happened. Mm-hmm. And, like, maybe draw, like, fodder for it for, like, a game scenario or something like that. <laughs> You just want fodder. Yes. Um, yeah, I think that's one of the reasons, half the reasons I like those kind of endings. But, like, this one, like, I knew, like, I, I, I consciously knew, it was like, all right, this ending should piss me off. Why? Because 
Nothing. You're the one who's like, but no, I know, no, no, I, I don't want to know everything. No, and you're, and I, I, like this one, I was actually like, as like, I feel like this is gonna piss off, da- or I feel like this is gonna piss off Gamer in Yellow or Mikey because it doesn't really end with any kind of like resolution. But at the same time, for me, like this is it harkens back to why I like those kind of endings, like these endings where it, it it's that mystery. Like there's not, it, it doesn't explain what's going on, but that's okay for me. Um. And another thing regarding uh, to the setting of the story, uh, the neighborhood with college rental spaces and some of that. Personally, I found it very relatable, um, and I was able to construct a very good visual of the setting through past college experiences. Like mm-hmm. I know I can, I can, I can basically just slap this into the neighborhoods around the college I used to go, uh, I went to, yeah. because that they always like all those like neighborhoods, like those suburbs had houses that they just rented out to college kids and stuff. And I've been mm-hmm. to some of those houses. Mm-hmm. So I was able to easily get a like good visual for the story. It won't be for everyone. Like it won't, it won't be like that for everyone, of course, because like that is a personal experience that I was able to add on to the story based on what it was giving me as like details of the setting. But I really familiarized with what was being brought up as a setting for the story. Like, I was able to, like, really get behind that setting. Um, so, ultimately, I would recommend this one. So, Mikey. No. <laughs> yeah. Game. Well, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, that's why that's... that's <laughs> okay, anyway, that's pretty good stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, it's a non-recommendation, because... It has such mundane explanations, like guy goes to party, gets slips from drugs or carbon monoxide, uh, trips out, sees some weird shit, <laughs> and then two years later returns to a house that's been renovated. <laughs> because of all of that, like mundane, uh... <sighs> because he, what he's saying is because he can explain so much of the creepiness with mundanity, man, mundanity, danity, yeah, mundanity, danity, yeah, with mundanity, it's not good, is what he's saying. That's okay. Well, it's just in his an opinion, experience. Yeah, no, 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 it's fair. No, it's fair. Like, yeah. Like, and he's trying to shrug it off. He's like, I don't do drugs or alcohol. But in that scenario, even if you weren't doing them, like, again, carbon dioxide poisoning. Yeah. <laughs> or could just be saying it because his mom might be reading this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I totally don't drink or do I totally drink. didn't do that no. back then or well, now. Yeah, or now. <laughs> As he's, like, like tightening his wrist and, like, popping in some, yeah, totally. some uh, meth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or heroin. <laughs> No. Yeah. And then it would be nice to have more detail, like Gamer said, with the whole, oh, yeah, that room doesn't exist. So, yeah, the remote location mm-hmm. situation. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm with you there. Mm-hmm. I'm not. But all right. That's fine. Mm-hmm. We are we are allowed to have different opinions. You're allowed to think poorly. <laughs> wow. That's rude. <laughs> also joking. I or am I? <laughs> Now you don't know. (laughs) Gamer, you son of a bitch. (laughs) Yeah, but that time it's just a slap in the face. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, no, we're doing this like, is that a a handshake or is that a punch or is that a slap? Could be a lot of things. Um, Or none of them. Yeah, it's possible too. Mm -hmm. So into me? Yeah. Alright. as well. Um... Is that really just predict what we were gonna do? Like it's like, yeah, no. Eh. Okay, I, I'm I'm with the cultist that I didn't hate the ending. 
Well, I'm sorry. I'm actually I'm going against what you said yeah. unintentionally. I'm not. Di- I'm not. You actually, you actually didn't mind the ending in this one because no, it doesn't say anything yeah. about what happens, but it doesn't have to. Yeah. The only part that it doesn't explain well enough for my liking is the room location because I didn't yeah. get a good look. I didn't get a good visual of what Narrativeman was experiencing with the loss of a room. Yeah. I don't remember the name of the story. But the basement room situation where it shouldn't have been I able to go been, into yeah. the other basement because the next door neighbor one. I got a very clear. Do you guys know the name? Yeah, <laughs> I do. I do. I can't. What is it? Uh, we remember it. It's uh, not too recent. No, it is. It actually fairly is. It is fairly recent, actually. Is it? It's called Hidden Doors. <laughs> is it? it? It was called something longer, but it, in late the abbreviation in in uh, in um, like recent years it, or in recent time, it's been. Uh, renamed to like Hidden Doors, essentially, because oh. it was the the story that was ba- that they used for the uh, that fourth uh, season of um, Channel Zero. Oh yes, but yeah, either way, that one it was very clearly painted in my mind that there's two houses right next to each other. There's yeah. and there's a door in one that should be going into the other room, but it's not. It goes into a basement, and that shouldn't exist. Quick, quick thing about that story, actually. Why? That, <laughs> were those actually two separate houses, or was it like a townhouse where like they're 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 like basically like separated by a wall between the but in the house? They might have been separated by a wall. Like, I, I think it was one house. Yeah, I think it was one house that was just separated in the house and halfway through by a wall. Yeah, like so. Yeah, okay. Sorry, not to, not to go back to like a story that's like five or six. Like, it's fine. Like, Let's start talking about Camel Cove. Go on. Let's restart. I'll then take restart. Yeah, I'll then take restarted. Yeah, I'll then take a reboot. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> go on. Anyway, yeah, you're yeah, so, yeah that one yeah. gave a very clear understanding to me as why that room can't exist. Where this yeah. one just says it can't because I said so. Yeah, it's it's camp, but I'm not gonna tell you what what the layout is. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I can get behind that. I um That's what really bugged me about it. And again, like my, my, my issue is like why did why did Kevin have to die? <laughs> or why did Kevin have to? Is that dead? No, he's not dead. But like, why did Kevin have to disappear? <laughs> like, yeah, it did nothing. Yeah, like, yeah. like it adds to the mystery. To, but like, not really. Honestly, you know, no. I mean, it adds a like it. It, it try. It, it, that's why it's there. Is it's trying to add more to the mystery of what's going on. But really, Dylan vanishing and like the, the room never existing is just as uh, is much more important than mm-hmm. and like when you add like that Kevin also went missing, it feels um, almost like superfluous. Yeah, and th- that's my problem. Like, I have a lot of questions with this. Some of the questions are good questions. Yeah. like. Dylan, what the hell? <laughs> Dylan, what's with the room? Those are good questions right. because that's questions about the mystery and the potential creepiness. Yeah, but then there's other questions like why can't the room exist there? Why yeah. did Kevin have to leave? Why did Kevin vanish? Yeah, like why? Is, why did it take you two years to co- to talk to Kevin again? Yeah, like after that day, I mean, he just stopped ha- talking to, to everyone. Fair, life does happen. Like so, like I, I have friends that I've like not talked to in like three or four years. And I have no idea what they're what they're doing right now. Yeah, from college. Like, but generally, yeah. that happens because you're ending school slash college with them, or it's someone that's moving away. Yeah, all three of those instances, you see your friend off. Like you, you, you go talk to your friend. Be like, yeah. this is the last time we're going to see each other. But something, something about that night made him not uh, like not go near the house again. Like he, like, like he, he just he does bring it up. Like he. He doesn't know why he didn't. He like so something about that night. He never went back to that house or Kevin's house, 
after yeah, but he that didn't night. even talk to his friends anymore. Yeah. It's like, whatever happened that night just, just made him forget about all of his friends. Yes, yeah. which is could add to the part of the mystery. But the, it's not clearly stated that he forgot he had these friends. Yeah. It's just like, two years later, I went back. It's almost like he always... Like, that night happened, he knows he has these friends, but... For some reason, he didn't see them, but it's not explained why. Mm-hmm. And that's my problem. A lot of things aren't explained that should be explained. That would uh, bring more mystery to it. Like, why did he forget about these friends? Or why isn't he addressing that, like, at the in the story? Like, it's like, yeah. I don't know. Like, something about that night, I just, like, I was somehow... I think I've been compelled to not go near the house until, like, recently. Mm-hmm. And then, like, when he does, like, maybe at that point, like, the Dylan is gone and... Like, it's gone completely from the house. And that's why he's able, he's, he's suddenly, ha- like, that barrier is gone to return to that area. Yeah. yeah. And if there's a memory loss situation, like, when he gets back, the memories start flooding in. And it's like, oh, right, I had a friend named Kevin. Keith or Kevin that lived right next door. <laughs> Melvin. <laughs> you know? Here's an explanation. He went to that party, and then he was in a coma for two years. That's dark. <laughs> a little bit. Mm-hmm. More believable though, if that actually happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he, he got no COVID because he's having from like overdosing on uh, carbon monoxide, <laughs> <laughs> or he smoked an entire marijuana. And almost died. Well, almost died. Yeah. yeah. If he had two whole marijuanas, he would have. Oh yeah, died. totally done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you have one point five or even one point one marijuanas, yeah, you're you're, you're, you're done. Yeah. It's dangerous shit. Yeah. But either way, the, the best I can say is man, because. It, it brings up interesting things, but it doesn't explain... Okay, it brings up the creepiness, yeah. and it doesn't explain the creepiness, but it's there's enough there to make you think about it, yeah. which I like. Everything doesn't need to be explained in that situation, but yeah. all the all the stuff that should be explained that's mundane and easy and Nair clearly sees is not explained, and that annoys me. Yeah, like, if, if some of that stuff had been worked out, I feel like this would have been um, kind of almost the same kind of, like, genius that is uh, the end of... Um... Uh, uh, Sleepaway Camp, the movie Sleepaway Camp. Yeah, uh, where you just like you walk away from that movie after the end, and I was like, what the, "What the fuck?" And you start had to talk to somebody about it. Yeah, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like I remember we were, we were we were at that uh, that convention and we were talking to the, um, the some of the actors who were involved in it, yeah. and the one guy who like saw the movie in theaters and he was just like he walked out of the theater and sort of like. Basically, just talk, talking to random strangers like, <laughs> for like a half that? hour yeah. after the movie, just talking about like what the fuck they just experienced at the end of that movie. And mm. I feel like it's the same kind of effect for the story. Like this story has that kind of sense of wonder as to what the fuck is happening, like with yeah. Dylan. But it's kind of it is boggled down a little bit by some of these indiscrepancies, like Kevin's disappearance, your the layout with the the layout of the, where the room is in the house, mm. his um, sudden. Lack of interest with talking to his friends yeah, anymore. Yeah, like that part I feel is like that needs, that could be worked on because I see that being a potential um, connective tissue to the the Dylan mystery. Mm-hmm. It, it, essentially, if the creepiness was stretched out a bit more and went a bit further, and all of the the stuff preluding to it that should be explained to us that is necessary, mm-hmm. like the location of the room should be clearly said early in the story. Yeah. So then later in the story, when we get back there and we see that it's different, us, the reader, can get the same visual. Because it is also just like, re- yeah, because it is also just, like, Dylan just invites him to his room. And this is the first time we're ever hearing about the room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then and then Tommy Rousseau's there. He's like, oh, hi, Ma- oh, hi, oh, hi, Narodeman. Yeah. <laughs> That's a true horror. Yeah. It's like, Dylan was actually talking with Seth the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Wait, Dylan? 
starts with a D. Oh my god. <laughs> Same as D.B. Cooper. And there's the conspiracy that D.B. Cooper is in fact Tommy Wiseau. Which means that Dylan, Dylan is Tommy Wiseau. And also an <laughs> esoteric like wizard of some sort. That's why, he has some, such, like, why he's like so, so considered such a weird guy, but he's also kind of like a nice guy. At the, how, he's basically playing his, uh, his Johnny character for this, like, no, let's not fight, guys. Come on. Let's go play some football, huh? God, now I know what I'm going to draw for this title card. There you it's go. just Tommy Wiseau behind blinds. It's like... Oh hi, oh hi guys. Yeah. Or him just like in between him going cheap cheap in between us while like what well, we're on either side of him like, <laughs> Oh god. You know the best I can give is a meh because the the idea behind it I like, it's just the execution isn't as colorful as I would like. That's fair. Alright. Uh, well that was this week's episode. If you like what you heard or if you didn't, leave us a comment in the comment section below or if this gets posted with beyond Kiwi Six, Facebook, YouTube, Tumblr. Uh, you can also send us emails at aldenterigamoris at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-R-T-S at gmail.com. Where you can also leave us suggestions for other creepypastas you'd like us to discuss on the show. Uh, you can also contact us on Twitter. Uh, Mikey is at the E stands for evil. Gamer is at the gamer in yellow, but without the W because they took his letter. Yep, for that stupid at sign. Yep. Uh, and I am at Review Cultist. Um... If you'd like to help support the show, you can go to Patreon, look up Baldente Rigor Mortis, and select the back of tier you'd like to support us at. We have $2 and $5 tier with special episodes and extra uh, content and early access. So just whichever one you feel like uh, helping support us at, very much appreciate it. For our patrons that are support helping support us, thank you immensely because you're helping keep those hosting bills at bay, and we very much appreciate that. And to the listeners and and to the listeners and the authors of these stories, thank you immensely like without you we really wouldn't have a show so i can't thank you enough until next time i have been your host review cultist i'm mikey e stands for evil and i'm the gamer in yellow and this has been al dente rigor mortis sleep well mm-hmm.